0: Welcome to the whitest house, slave souls haunt the halls when the light is out, except the, the blood of your entire political, political mouth. the last gas a of a world that is dying out, welcome to the whitest house, where every room is a tomb that they lie about, where you can put your filthy feet on the finest couch, and for the right amount you can even buy it that's out, of your entire political identity,
1: you might be a white supremacist,
2: <laughs> All right, I guess that's how we uh, the today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious! Oh, ugly shoe! You are you are the ugly shoe guy, bro. Listen, uh, calling
2: the ugly shoe god.
1: Ugly shoe god. In the spirit of, of in the spirit of Kanye West, I've decided to bring out the Yeezy Seven Hundred. That was a horrible looking <laughs> miracle. Horrible. Well, I don't things. don't these put my amazing. name
3: in that thing. I'm over here minding my business.
0: Yeah, those are those are some those are ugly Please. shoes. No, nah, these are incredible. Not in the least. No, those are those are terrible. That's why you No, know, you you see a uh, Shikari ain't wearing them, them ugly shoes. She got she's running Nikes, track. like a regular, like a regular normal she's person wearing some track. She got some Nikes, you know what I'm saying? Like you're supposed to have. But anyway, I mean, uh welcome to this weekend. I got some okay, bo jacks. Those ain't bad. Those you ain't bad. Bo Jackson, Come on. Those ain't bad. Um, welcome to this week in white supremacy. Um, yeah, so I, I, obviously we we'll start with Kanye if it's this week in white supremacy. Um, uh, I'm Jussier X. I'm the co-founder and CEO of OneHood Media, and we have next to me,
2: Treble NLS. You know what I'm saying Trouble never like supremacy. One Hood's hippie. You feel me in the building.
0: So are y'all the are y'all the T-shirt twins today? Is that is that what yes? That it
2: was out? unplanned. Just kind of happened. <laughs> Niggas love, <laughs> Niggas love synchronicity. Niggas love synchronicity,
0: man. Niggas well, okay. like shirts. Niggas like shirts. I like that. I like that. Uh, Saeed, did you want to introduce
1: yourself real quick? You no. it's the fresh one with the flavor, the full-time supervillain, part-time hater, Saeed, with the shade today.
0: Got you, got you. And last but certainly not least, um, the voice of reason on our show.
3: You know, it's it's the girl who always gets left out, the forgotten one,
2: <laughs>
3: the one who's on the island all by herself. It's a miracle. Uh, apparently, the whip and the walk, the, <laughs> the only part of the Wonder Twins who remembers there's a part of the Wonder Twins. <laughs> what is, that? Yeah. What is what it? Yeah. it? Turn up. with
0: everybody else. He's twi- twi- twin. twin.
3: That's how white people do. They just step away and they just try to replace everybody else. It's that is hilarious. Beyonce said we're
1: irreplaceable, so
0: it's fine. Mm, she said to the left, to the left, Farouk. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> you
1: know, I'm left handed anyway, so it works better for me.
0: So we wanted to get in. Let's let's get into this show, and we wanted to start uh with you know, my boy. Maybe we should have switch the song up. I don't know, but um, and, and you kind of asked the question, Farouk: Is space travel, you know, yeah. white supremacy? My you know my
1: poll on Instagram is popping
0: right now. <laughs> like, your, your poll is popping? Yeah. Um, like, yeah, so for those that don't know, Jeff Bezos, who is a, you know, multi-billionaire, um, is, um, you know, he decided to take his billions and spend his Amazon stock on a trip to the moon, him and three other white people, two white, I guess his brother, some young white kid from like Holland or something, I don't know what country, some country. And an older white lady who was a pilot um, decided they, you know, they they got in his little, you know, blue origin spacecraft, and they went to space, and then they came back. And interestingly enough, Jeff Bezos has some comments for y'all. You know what I'm saying? When he came back from <laughs> Jeff space, Bezos has smoke. He has smoke. He has some smoke for y'all when he came back. If you want to uh, pull that up, uh, uh, John, and I we didn't did kind know of show. Had. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Here's here's his. Here's some. Of, here's some. Of, if you can start it, like, um, yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it. Let's hear Jeff Bezos' comments.
4: The newest the international astronauts. The crew of new. <laughs> he did have a hat. Congratulations, to all four of you.
0: Yeah, that's Jeff.
3: Jeff He's really Bezos, what
4: was it like? Is everything you imagined? Uh, I'm going to answer that question, but just real quick. Please, I, I want to thank a few people.
3: I want to um, be humble.
4: First of all, all of the engineers at Blue Origin who have toiled hard to get this done the people who build the vehicle all of our manufacturing people This is a big team they've been working on it for many years and they have done an extraordinary job of building the most reliable most beautiful uh most
0: well, i wonder what like what inspired fired him to put on that cowboy um, hat we'll like what up. like
4: uh, gratitude and uh, the people who kept us safe today who operated the vehicle. Our trainers, everybody. It's just huge.
3: The people uh, who had one I job. Also is want failed. To thank JK. The
4: town of Van Horn. This is JK. a small and amazing little town. Um and uh you know we're making a, a dent in it. He got his little fresh so uh, you, uh, custom I'm suit on you know what I'm saying be part of your town.
3: I really do not understand and, this hat uh, though. It doesn't even match.
4: I also I want to thank uh every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer because you guys pay for all this, so seriously, for every Amazon Riot. customer out there, and every Amazon employee, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You you much. pay
0: for Amazon experience. every every, every Amazon employee, and every Amazon customer. You pay for him, but I mean, and that it. I mean, you know, his exploitation of workers, <laughs> his denial of unions. His denial of healthcare, you know, his his, you know, putting uh, mom and pop businesses out of business, his monopolizing everything, the extra billions he made during the pandemic and enable him to go to space. Like, if all of y'all on the ground, I'm gonna go ahead and go to space. What do y'all? I mean, to me, that's that's Whoa. like as white supremacist as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's was like more... the
2: most backhanded gratitude i've ever heard in my life it's like yeah thank you to all the employees i don't let use the bathroom because your extra time on the floor helped pay for my trip to space yeah so thank you you. your 750 an hour that
0: you can't live on like i mean i mean he's and they're laughing and that's the thing i mean here's a dude he got his big 10 gallon hat on for god knows why he's all smiles because he just came back from space and he's like laughing at the people that have to like work and also get, like, welfare just to live. I mean, what the hell, man? I mean, if that ain't, just like you said, he's the real supervillain, bro. I'm, I'm a, you know, you're going to have to take your title, bro. You're going to have to give up that Instagram handle, man.
1: Man, listen. I'm going to tell you what, he can have it if he takes me to space. Event, <laughs> like. I've, I've always, but listen, when I was a youth, I went to Canadian Space Camp. I went to the we CSA, go. Canadian Space Agency, right? Because I always, Chris Hadfield was, like, one of my favorite people growing up. Never, so I was don't, like, don't even know who that is. Chris Hadfield. He's like the yeah. most famous Canadian ever went to space. Anyway, he's like he's like, <laughs> which is why he, I don't know him because I, I, mean, yeah. I live in the United States. <laughs> I mean, but he was he's like a consultant on like Interstellar and all of these major sci-fi blockbusters. They always consult Chris Hadfield because <laughs> I think he's the I think he's the 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 current person on a planet that spent the most time in space.
0: And and, and I'm I'm pretty sure he's white, correct?
1: A hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. He is. But I mean oh, listen, point.
0: if Sir Richard Branson, are you capping are you capping to try to get a hundred million? Try, you trying to get Jeff to give you a hundred million so you can give it away to everybody?
1: Listen, I'm i I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go to space. Fuck all the mother niggas. Take me. I'm trying to go see-
0: <laughs> Miracle, isn't this what you predicted, miracle?
3: From your I, yes. I told y'all. I told y'all it was there. It's just manifesting. <laughs> told y'all, you all got to ask, are selling these out his whole community, white supremacy because they don't want, they want to abolish white supremacy or because they want the benefits of white supremacy themselves? I the, just the want to question. The to to space benefits myself. of white supremacy. <laughs>
0: why do you want to colonize space? is space black? You want to Why do you so want to colonize
1: space? But you want to go, go to space because they don't want to see it and come back. You wanna come to space because ain't that. no niggas there? You ain't can no get niggas here. No. Nah. Space <laughs> is black, my nigga. I'm trying to go see, I'm trying to go see space. Cause it's more blackness to see. That's where I'm tough. trying to go.
3: See you always. These, these light skins with these smooth talking words. You always gotta watch them. <laughs> you gotta watch
1: that. sound good. It sound <laughs> good. Well, listen, watch skin.
3: <laughs> He literally said, "F y'all niggas," and now he wants to go to see space to see more blackness. You gotta watch. You gotta watch him. But at the end of the day,
1: hey, listen. Blackness is dollars. universal. Blackness is universal. Remember that miracle. Remember, first that.
3: of all, you trying to have a selfish experience has nothing to do with being black.
1: Yes. Number he one. didn't say, My people, Number two. I want,
3: he didn't say, I want my people to have the
0: ability to go to space. He said, I want to go to space. F hey, y'all let, let the whole okay, t- okay, cool thing, he didn't, didn't mean, even say, t- I want to inspire a little it, black boy.
3: We, we going back. To be in space. <laughs> no, what was that? that? I forgot what that man his, This guy, he was like, You know, Jeff Bezos, he's going to inspire the, the man on the street with the gun who's selling drugs to now want to go to space. No.
0: No, he didn't. Fruit didn't he even
3: say that. It's a random spaceman. I was like, no. Fruit didn't even say that. He didn't even say he wanted to look and be the uh astronaut figure for little black and brown boys across North America. He said, F y'all niggas, I want to go space. For five that's, that's, minutes. that's a quote. That's
1: a quote. For five Fuck niggas, I want
3: to go to space. <laughs> We're gonna for have a next
1: week. <laughs>
0: What, I, think, go to space. I think that's, that's exactly,
1: exactly what Jeff Bezos said
0: right before blast. I don't understand
3: the physical he, representation of the rocket. And I feel it like. It did look like
0: a penis. It did.
1: It, it did really
3: did. And I was like, why, sir? It was very glacial. <laughs>
1: it was. So, did he and actually, I didn't like, understand. Did he orbit the planet, or what did he do? Did like did he just go up and come down, or like? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I can't honestly say I don't know. I think it, it seemed like he just went up there and came right back down. He went up there, they hit some anti gravity thing, they did a oh, little bit, so and they came right back down.
1: So he just broke the atmosphere and then came down. Like he,
0: from my from my okay. understanding, they wasn't up there long. But kind of like with when, when Mir- like miracles on point when she talked about colonizing space because. He sold apparently he sold 100 million dollars in tickets of other people that want to go to space. He was yeah. talking about, you know, he talked about, oh, all of the the uh, industries that cause pollution in 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 the world, we can move them to space. And so now he's like let's right. let's fuck there's, space. I up. mean like we're we already... messing up. Yeah. But he's, already... he's talking go ahead.
1: <laughs> where are the aliens? There's, where there's, are the aliens? Right? There's already um, you can buy business cards and send them to the moon already. For a lot of enterprises, do that. They there's already business cards on the moon. There's advertisements on the moon. On my new album, I have coming out called Revolutionary but Gorgeous. I have a I have a line where I say, "Oh, I'm gonna plug myself." I have a line where I say, "The sky ain't the limit; it's just the beginning." Why you think they, Why you think they're trying to colonize the moon and tax you for visits? Like, oh, I was no. about to
3: say you your your, yeah. your album was at, is going to be advertised on the moon. That's it might I be. Was going yeah. with yeah. that, and I was like,
0: his new be album. new album, tentatively called "Fuck Them Niggas," I want to go to
2: space. <laughs> <laughs> release
0: a party, party on the
1: moon. <laughs> on the moon. I'm, I'm recording no, the whole shit no, in zero gravity.
0: Know, he like was this. also talking about, you know, yeah. Look, no, Jeff Bezos was also talking about like commercial space aircrafts. So, yeah. like, he's not just, remember, he supposedly, you know, he, he stepped down from Amazon. I'm not going to say, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Rob, Rob Jeff Bezos might have been, you know, a little bit, a little bit of pressure. But he, he left, he left Amazon and now he's running this Blue Origin co- co- company or corporation. And so now he's focusing on another, you know, idea. And so, but just like you said, I mean, you know, it's wild because I think he spent like over a billion dollars just on this flight. Richard Branson, also another white man billionaire who went to space as well. And, you know, we're at a time where we're still in a global pandemic. Millions of people, more unemployed people than we've ever seen, people in desperate need of money more than we've ever seen, and people that work at Amazon struggling to get by that actually work for his actual company. And so it is wild to see you know, basically like and he's got his cowboy hat on, he's laughing, he's joking. He obviously doesn't care about even the people working for him that made this possible. You know what I'm saying? Um, qu- real quick question before we go on to the next subject. You know, he gave Van Jones and another, another gentleman, I forget the other gentleman's name, I believe it was a Mexican brother, each $100 million for like courage and something, whatever, whatever. I, I And and it's it's weird, you know, it is weird. And, you know, Shout out to Mackenzie Scott, because, like, you know, that's his ex-wife. She, it seems like, is doing due diligence. She's investigating, you know, organizations. She's prioritizing black-led organizations. It's like she's doing the groundwork and trying to really create transformational change. Jeff Bezos, it's almost like he just flipped his Rolodex or whatever, <laughs> just chose two people of color. You or you. I'll just give y'all both $100 million. Do what you want to do. Do y'all think, I mean, does that matter? Is that something that... We should be happy about, you know what I'm saying? What do y'all think about Van Jones and the other brother getting $100 million each?
2: I think it's performative as fuck because Jeff Bezos, like, clearly doesn't give a fuck about, you know, the black community, people of color, none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because if he actually cared, that hundred millions of that, in my opinion, that $100 million could have went to increasing wages for his employees, the ones who so-called helped him get to space, right? but instead it's going to this performative ass, um, I don't know what he's trying to call this stunt. Whatever he's trying to do, it went to this, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and it's like, I mean, of course, if you're Van Jones, I mean, you're going to take it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, somebody call you like, yo, I got a hundred mil for you, but, you know, I mean, do you think, is it going to change anything, Miracle?
1: (laughs) I'm sorry.
3: Is 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 Van Jones $100 million? I mean, it may change something for, yes, it'll change something for some people somewhere. Um, there wasn't really a rollout or a plan and I, I didn't watch all of Van Jones's speech. Um, you know, Van Jones has been very instrumental with like the reform alliance and helping in some ways. So maybe. Um, I'm not sure what the priorities are. It would have been nice if he would have, encourage some stuff around labor unions, talked about slave labor, um, since there are prisons that do work with and benefit um due to Amazon's partnership. Uh but we'll see. I I I hope I hope somebody somewhere benefits from the hundred million dollars that was given. This for I, I, a multi-billion dollar space I don't exploration this... project. I, I just see something
0: that says, uh, quote from Van Jones, today's, oh, no, that's a joke. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I don't know, F- Farouk, do you have any comment on, on this?
1: I could use $100 million to send me to space.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, so Chef, Chef Jose Andres is the other person that he gave $100 million and that they were free to do what they want with the money. You know what I'm saying? They could so, do what they so- want
1: with the money. Was it just like here is a wire? Not, I mean, clearly not a wire. Chance for a hundred million dollars, but like, did he give it to him individually?
0: Yeah, he said they can give it all to their own charity or they can share the wealth. It's up to them.
1: I mean, it's his, hun-
0: it's his courage and civility award. So his, and I, what I thought was so interesting was he was like, you know, um, the his his thing was. Um, You know, Van Jones and I guess the Shelf, they wanted to bring people together. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Van has been somebody that like be with the Republicans, be with the Democrats and been very critical of that. You know, Jeff, like courage and civility. To me, that's just, you know, I I guess, you know, I guess I'll throw my hundred million dollars out the window. That's just such a white supremacist. It's like we want you to be courageous, but not so courageous that you make white people uncomfortable. So we gotta give you the courageous and civility. You know what I'm saying? Which is, I mean, you know, e- in, even though like in our death, in our in our in our fight, in our oppression, we gotta be civil. And I just, you know, I mean, fuck that. I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm not I'm not going for it. You know what I'm saying? Keep your hundred million. You know what, I, ain't I just it. I about. Civil.
2: So I wanna I just thought about an answer to your first question about like how do we feel about this space exploration and stuff like that, and like. I'm kind of scared, for real. You know, because it's like we see what happens when white men go to places uncharted by white people. <laughs> You're scared you know Scared, I'm saying, like they, they, they to take They're just like, yeah, this, this is, is mine now. You know? There's a whole yeah. genre of films about that. There's a whole <laughs> yeah. genre of films about that. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm kind of worried. I am like, woke. Like, what's about to happen?
0: You know what? They could like, like we done fucked up the environment here, like. They go places and mess it up. You know what I'm saying? I mean that. That's a great point. Like they could what did Malcolm go and say? mess up space.
1: What, what did brother uh, Malcolm wait, say? Wait, hold up, wife?
0: hold up. I think I know. No, I know exactly what he said. He said, "Fuck them niggas." I want to go to space. I believe that was an
1: exact quote from my brother Malcolm X. <laughs> this, is it, this
3: is the this is the podcast that like finally.
1: Yo, no, is gonna phone us tight. gonna be tight. <laughs>
3: No, no,
0: that's not. Well, that was. She knows that's a joke. Go ahead. What was you saying, brother? I'm sorry when you said a
1: quote. That was the first quote that came to my mind. Listen, I wear that on a t-shirt. Fuck these niggas. Oh I'm going my god. Face. Oh my lord. I have a god, picture listen. of me like this. <laughs> Oh, my God. Right. And and it's probably
0: when you ask where the aliens miracle, they probably hiding. They hiding because they know this what this dude does. They like oppress people. They colonize people. They probably hiding.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But Malcolm said there's no place on the planet. The the planet Earth a white man can go and said he's done. He's done good. And. I mean, he's going to go to space now with that same energy. Like, you know, Mars is next. But Bob, like, if if you watch, uh, does anybody remember when the movie Avatar came out? James Cameron's, not the whitewashed martial arts film. And that was the premise of it. These white people went to this planet and colonized it. That was
0: the premise, Yeah, That was the entire premise. And and then people
1: were saying that the film was un-American because it was exactly what happened to the natives and the aboriginal people Uh, and the indigenous people of North America. It's like, that is literally the future. Like Jeff Bezos yeah. yeah. is going to go to Pandorum and fuck that place up.
0: But, but it is kind of interesting because you're seeing like, it's like, or does he want to go to space because they see like how, like, like how this society is like disintegrating, like right before our eyes. You know what I'm saying? Is that, and it's like, you know, one of the things that that came out this week was in Texas, I guess like, you know, First, it was critical race theory. And this is what's interesting about how, like, these white supremacists work, right? First, it's we trying to push back against critical race theory. And then the next thing you know, it's, oh, we can't even say that the Ku Klux Klan isn't racist. Like, we can't even use that terminology. Oh, and by the way, the requirements to talk about uh, uh, Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech, that's gone. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, women's suffrage and, and, and gender, that's gone. And so it's like it's kind of like what we said about this super super whitewashing of history um and this happened in Texas um um this week um that basically you know the the state senate in Texas passed a bill to eliminate a requirement that public schools teach that the Ku Klux Klan and its white supremacist campaign of terror are morally wrong um it also cut two dozen curriculum requirements such as I have a dream speech from Martin Luther King works of uh Cesar Chavez, Susan B Anthony, and of course, indigenous Native American history.
1: From a state think? from a state that called slavery that retconned slavery and called it the transatlantic migration is anybody shocked?
0: I mean, yeah, I I am definitely not shocked, but it's like I'm um you know, I don't know if we expect, I don't think maybe I expected to get here so fast, but I mean, here we are. I mean, so. I mean,
1: in five years, they changed every history book in the country. So, you know, this is probably yeah. the pace, of, this is probably their trajectory. Like, you know what I mean? The, the telemetry was heading to say, okay, yeah, we're going to remove Martin Luther King, like everything. Like, it was, you know what I mean? That was a game plan from the beginning. Texas is the worst thing. So much for civility, right? <laughs> so much, so much for civility. Fuck these niggas. We're going to move space. Martin Luther King. <laughs> Miracle, what are, what are your
0: thoughts about, uh, I mean, is this legal? I guess it is legal. It's a, it's a law that they made. What, 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 what should we do, Miracle, about this?
3: White supremacists are going to white supremacists. I just don't understand why people are like, oh, my God, I'm so shocked that this is happening. They do not want to learn about y'all's history. They don't even want to acknowledge the history and the discrimination that's ongoing right now. So this is what they're doing. The backdrop backdrop to all of this is one, white women are not birthing white children at the same rate in the past 10 years. So the Caucasian birth rate is declining while everyone else is kind of like steadying. And so you're going to have more teachers of color, more black and brown teachers. And what they're trying to do, as Van Jones said, is this little white lash. They're trying to gather as much power and stronghold as they can right now to make sure white supremacy is still able to function in every aspect of our lives and being able to say, you know what? You get don't get to learn about the Ku Klux Klan being a terrorist organization. You get to learn about the Ku Klux Klan being a social gathering of white men. Therefore, when you sit there and say people who push critical race theory are just like the KKK, there's no pushback. And this right. is what they're doing. They're course correcting to make sure they don't have to be held accountable or responsible for any of their prior acts, or deeds, and that people don't know the true history. Because on top of that, Texas actually, the um, lieutenant governor of Texas actually stopped the talk where a person was literally doing a discussion about how Texas was founded to keep slavery like Texas threatened to succeed from the union um, unless slavery was going to continue. And Lieutenant Governor actually stopped that talk from happening at a local library. So that is why it's very important that we understand the history of our country and that we are very honest about the mistakes of our past so we don't keep making them.
0: Right, but just like you said, you have a group of folks that's investing in that white supremacist system continuing and you know you see I mean just like you said and and also like kind of like look trying to decriminalize groups like the Proud Boys and uh you know all these other groups that ran up in the Capitol and try to make it seem like that because if you uh, if you if you learn about the Klan you learn about these things and, and it's like then you could you could look and see like what Donald Trump and his followers are doing and kind of point that out okay I learned about that this is what it is that's white supremacy but if you don't you could then couch that as, "Oh no, these are just you know uh, white people that just want what's best for everybody, and color don't matter, and we don't see color." It's wild how the people that don't see color do their best to like keep color out of everything, like eliminate color from everything. So it is, it is wild. Um, Trouble, what's your what's your take on this?
2: So, if I'm being completely honest, when I see shit like this, it just gives me more motivation to start my own school, bro. It's like, I don't know why we trust the public school system that's funded by the government, the same government that still wants us all to be subservient to it, that still wants certain people to be with, you know, below a certain class, you know what I'm saying, so that they don't have the power that they need to make substantial change. So it's like, I'm just losing my trust in anything government funded. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Now, is there a correlation, Miracle, between like this passing and then, you know, we also saw like, I guess the first... Um, person that was, um, was charged in the Capitol riot, got like eight months, and a lot of people was like, yo, eight, like
3: eight, like that's it? Is there a correlation between the two? There is, because like when we talk about they don't see color, they're able, white people don't who don't see color, they're able to ignore the fact that there are racial disparities. So like, that's why Missouri can talk about critical race theory and not have any black people. That's why they can sit there and say, oh, this man who committed the act of domestic terrorism um, gets like less than eight months in prison uh, because they don't have to compare his case and his sentence to other black and brown people because they don't see color and therefore they're not um, gonna be held to any standard. But um, I was at a talk and I forgot who said it. I, and I really feel back so I like to give people credit. But they were talking about just the system of white supremacy. Uh, white people know to protect their own, just Regardless, they don't have to have a conversation, they don't have to have a planning meeting, they know just off the strength to protect their own people. And so none of these judges are really going out of their way to prosecute any of these uh, capital riots, what's even the most heinous or series of charges, because they know to protect them because. They see themselves in these white men who literally stormed, climbed fences, broke through windows, destroyed federal public property. They see themselves in that. And so they don't see themselves in black and brown people, black and brown women, black and brown children. And that is why they're probably not going to be getting the same amount of prison time as people who, I don't know, hit a cop car or or fall in the street. Right. Cuz remember, I mean, you
0: know, you got, you know, brother Josh still in prison off of what happened in Ferguson. That was mu- like 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 what he did was so far less than what these people did when they ran into a capital like a fire at a convenience store was so far less than what we saw, but you have, right, you saw, we saw people jumping on the top of a cop car in Baltimore get hit with like 10, 15 year sentences and and, and, and these incredibly long sentences, but yet, and what was interesting about this is the Justice Department themselves actually said that stiffer sentences could, would prevent further attacks, and so then you get somebody to get eight months and it's like, so what? why would that prevent any type of further attacks, particularly if in them eight months you can also get your vegan diet, you know what I'm saying, when you're there and all of that stuff. You have any any comment on this, bro?
1: Miracle said it great. Um, these judges see themselves in these people that they're sentencing and it's like right. a members-only club. It's almost just like a secret handshake or something when they do that white power thing or whatever. Like, they, it kind of indemnifies them from any type of real action, right? Yeah. Like, the the, the capital riots... Sent a very clear and present message to Black and Brown America that n- this is ours. We can do with it whatever we want, however we want to, and none of you are privy to the same privileges that we are. And and I don't like and and you know this is another thing. You know I don't really like to large this brother up too much, but when he said white people have privileges, Black people have liberties. Who said Dr. this? Doctor Umar, Umar said that. That's
2: i Yo, mean, you be but- want on one a day,
0: bro. <laughs> 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 Did you go in this to try to make miracle as mad as possible? No, I didn't, but it was just like man. Is it the new location? <laughs> is it some of that location? Is that the is that is that privilege for roos location?
3: Because <laughs> he just has the privilege life. and the liberties Listen. are coming all day. <laughs>
1: at me but it's listen, okay though. My my, my yeah, building dude. caught on fire last night.
3: My building oh, caught on god. fire last night. Oh no no um, see no don't try to
0: feel sorry for him now. <laughs> this building caught on fire got nothing with him throwing smoke my way. Oh my god
3: that is Ooh,
0: hilarious. Wow like <laughs> <that one.
4: laughs> oh,
3: nice.
0: no, it, it does it does remind me though like you said of um, and I forget the guy I think his name was Brock something the guy at Stanford that and was like no, this was the guy oh, that Brock raped Turner. a woman. Yeah, Brock, Brock Turner. Turner. And the, and the yeah. judge felt bad for him. And the judge didn't want to, like, ruin his life. Like, you just raped a woman whose life is forever altered by that act. And so it is something. I mean, you know, you had, um, you know, the, the, the leader of the Proud Boys who, you know, basically pled guilty to vandalizing a historically black church. And this says the maximum sentence is 180 days in prison.
1: That's nuts to me. This is an opinion question, but more so I, I really want to hear Miracle's take on this. What would happen like if one of those rioters assassinated a congressperson or let's say breached, like got something. Clearly the, the way command. this
3: the, this administration's going, nothing.
1: Yeah. It oh, will
3: probably sure. got in like five years. Yeah. I mean, like I, I literally because there are so many. And again, there are so many federal charges that because D.C. is federal.
1: Right, yeah, property, right. yeah, so yeah. all federal jurisdictions.
3: There are so many charges that people can be getting, and like the feds can literally be like, huh, it's Friday. I feel like giving somebody twenty years today. No. Like people do not understand. Like the feds have a ninety-five percent conviction rate. Like they do not play when they when they want to take people out, and they just like their the videos are so crystal clear. Like they crystal have clear. videos, time okay. stamp, travel, literally all that going across state lines to N- commit N- a had crime in N- a had felony in a. N- felony N-
0: Nigga had a Lego capital. I mean, like, yeah. but, like they got
3: all of this information. And they had man. rock climbing gear, like shit that people just don't have all the time. That's Tasers. conspiracy. Listen. They were dressed alike. That is gang affiliation. There are so many rules. That is terrorism. They literally, they Terror. never me, change. Rico, so where's Rico at? Things.
1: They to have me, buses. This, this further substantiates the fact that, in my opinion, is a fact in my head. Should anything happen to Donald Trump in terms of legally, Biden's right. gonna give him the party. Oh, well, I mean, this is further substantial like, bro.
0: bro like, nothing's gonna happen. And uh, it's, gonna is happen, what, it's, it's what miracle just said. Like, 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 then these white folks are gonna naturally protect one another, and we know that. If that was black people, I mean, come on, bro. If that if, if black people had a road up in the Capitol, I don't care what day it was,
3: we would Everybody, still be burying people.
0: Look, not only that, but if well, whoever got caught, 20 to 50 years, you know, like you said, like she said, the fans can say like, you know, we want to give you these enhancements. They do it all the time. They do these sentence enhancements all the time. Like the fans was hitting drug dealers with 35, 40 year sentences. I mean, these are the fans, man. They could do whatever they want. And to say, oh, we're only going to give somebody eight months. To not put terrorism charges, to not put Rico charges against these organizations that clearly conspire with they got mad parlor, Facebook messages, text messages. They're all talking to one another, planning this shit out. Like you literally so, have
1: all the proof. Like everything, you, the paper trail, all the evidence, everything. Everything, is there, please. brother. Literally, literally, everything they literally were like,
3: there. I'm there and I'ma do it again. And it's just like yeah. and it's not that. We're saying, oh, my God, this police state this. But it's just like I've been in court and I've watched somebody get five years for selling drugs one time, like doing one hand to hand transaction and the feds catching them and putting it down the conspiracy for the whole entire amount of drugs that was trafficking. Right. Yeah. So we understand just because our own personal experience that people die. People died as a result of this, like five people. Officers were harmed. Where are all of these enhancements? That is conspiracy. One person did shit. Everybody gets the charge. And it's just like, if you can loop in 80, 200, 300 Black men through court for the same shit, why can't you do the same for these White people who took private planes, who drove, who were on all these chat rooms, talking about overtaking the government and killing all sitting Congress people? I'm just... It's just weird to watch. It's just like especially being in the legal community, it's just like weird knowing all this stuff that could be going on, is it?
1: Yeah. You had something
0: else you wanted to say, Afro?
1: what if someone had a one hood shirt on when they ran up in the (laughs) Capitol?
3: We would be be a terrorist organization right now. Foxes would be stuff every single day. Oh man. Yeah. Like, where's Ayatollah? I mean, 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 look,
0: I mean, because really that's how they tried to get Black Lives Matter. Right. I mean, you know, we had a story come out that said basically that this week that there was a Florida man who basically hired an assassin to kill his girlfriend and was going to pin it on Black Lives Matter, you know, was basically going to say, oh, this was Black Lives Matter and try to bring down Black Lives Matter, even though he wanted to, uh, uh, you know, kill his girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? His girlfriend, her sister, and the sister's husband, and then basically pinning on uh-huh. Black Lives Matter. So we saw that. We saw, like basically, Black Lives Matter as a terrorist organization. One person who claimed Black Lives Matter said this one thing over here. And now all of a sudden, Black Lives Matter as a terrorist organization. But Proud Boys and these other oath keepers, whatever, whatever, actually do just like you said, real violence, caught in 4K. We can't even get a terrorist designation.
1: Not I'm trying to I'm pull to this face.
3: up. This man, this uh, attorney in Georgia, who was a very famous um, defense attorney, killed his wife and basically blamed it on Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. saying that, like, he thought he was trying to shoot the people who were protesting because they were converging on his limo, right? Mm-hmm. So this is, this is not something that is new people have lied about black lives matter causing harm to them for years and it and it literally is just mind-boggling that people are able to just be out here commit all types of crimes and these black-led organizations have to like dot every dot every i and cross every t and hope to god nobody does anything coming to or from or around their events. and these white services out here wilding
2: It's crazy. Yeah, I'm glad that Florida men's little plan didn't go successfully, you know what I'm saying? Because it reminds me of what, you know, they did to a lot of the Black Panthers back in the day, you know, pinning random charges on them and just like slowly bringing them down one by one, you know?
0: Farouk, is there something Umar Johnson said about this that you want to recite for us?
1: <laughs> man, you know, I could actually I could actually quote um I actually wanted the to, to quote Tariq the for Hidden Colors 4. Oh my god. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm about to leave. Oh, I'm gonna go no. play Yo, and, breaking the and talk about putting uh, them old man is on the moon. But no, so we And I'm we just gonna it. recenter my life.
0: Do we want to get into our um sound of the police? Um, do we wanna get into that all right let's 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 get into our um south side of the police um are are, are you ready uh, uh John? next week we're gonna film That's again the songs together, of the together
4: because That's the songs of the
0: yes oh, what Yes. What, what's gonna happen next week? Miracle?
3: we're gonna Farouk and be back filming together because I see okay. I let him you be know. <laughs> And this mess just follows. All all hell
0: breaks loose when he's when he's by himself.
3: Don't be showing your um, room key, pop smoke. What are you doing?
0: Oh wow! Look at you! Look at you! (laughs) (laughs) Niggas don't know why I'm
3: though. (laughs) Um.
0: So 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 it was a couple police videos. Um, uh, or really, you know. It was some wild police activity, but let, let's start with this. Um, and I'll, I'll come to you for this miracle. Um, it said Illinois, I guess, was the first state to tell police that they cannot lie to minors um, in interrogation. You know, we saw this happen on particularly with um, you know the the, the Netflix um, you know uh, documentary. No, well, really, the story. Um, it, you know, it wasn't a documentary, but the the miniseries um when they see us and you know seeing that case of the central park five you saw the police just absolutely lied to the children that was one of the reasons they actually admitted some of them admitted to doing some of the things they did not do now illinois is the first state basically to come and say police cannot lie to minors um in interrogation do you see that one to me is wow that you know obviously the police can do that you know what i'm saying um but do you see this changing or is this going to become... No.
3: A- <laughs> no, because the police are going to lie and they're going to say, oh, was I had a mistake. I made a mistake of fact or a mistake of law. Right, right. This is why, again, we try to tell people your Fifth Amendment is always going to support you, and it's always going to save you, even if the officers, your 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 principal, your teachers, whatever, don't really want to respect that. You need to always invoke your Fifth Amendment. These officers lie; all they're trying to close out cases, right? They're trying to meet quotas. They're trying to go home. They're just trying to do whatever they got to do to make it to the next day and get their paycheck. Some of them, and so they're going to lie to you. So. Illinois is saying officers can't lie outright. They're still going to lie. They're going to um, say "Oh, they made a mistake, they didn't understand, all this other type of stuff. But yes, officers are allowed to lie to you. They can pull you over. They can say whatever. They can do whatever they need to do to get you to commit a crime, to admit to committing a crime, to admit to being in a place, so they can put a crime on you, so you understand the Fifth Amendment you have the right to remain silent, always remain silent. And if a lawyer comes to you, they have to say, I am a lawyer. Because some precincts had officers pretending to be lawyers and that's also caused issues. So make sure that you're always invoking your rights accounts. You're always being quiet because at the end of the day, you never know what's happening, right? You can say, "I well, I'm not a criminal. I didn't do anything and I can't even pull up this case. This man in Georgia just got exonerated uh, because the the district attorney at the time knew he was innocent, knew another person committed the crime. The other person convicted, um, uh, admitted to it. Not only did he convict the innocent person, but he made the innocent person sign a waiver that they would not challenge uh, their conviction later on. And only because he lost an election is this man going free. So again, just because you are innocent, does not mean you need to talk to the cops. Always, 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 just remain silent.
0: Yeah, there's a there's an Instagram. Uh, it's like two lawyers, and I forget their name. They're two white dudes, but they had they call it "Shut the Fuck Up Friday," and basically their whole thing is like exactly what Miracle said. Like, don't speak. They said like it was a case where police ran up into a a um, a, dist- a, a distributor, marijuana distributor, and they were like the person who didn't say anything was the person that got free. They were like, do not talk, do not assume they on your side. You know, that's was one of the controversies around, I guess New York City uh, police bought some game bus. And there was like this bus where you can go in there and play games and do all that, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, people were saying that like, there have been cases where cops would buy a ch- a child soda just to get that child's fingerprints, just to get that child's DNA. They're like, don't think that these police, cause they come and they do them things, is it Pop Brothers at Law is what this what Ross is saying in the chat, is those guys that have shut the fuck up Friday. But don't assume, assume they're your friends. You know I'm saying? And it's sad that we gotta be like that because but we we have a history since the police has been created of being, you know, against us. Um, and and oppressive of us in our community. So, and and, you know, there was a case where a black, you know, a black officer in Syracuse actually is suing now his department because they won't let him be a part of, um, 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 or they won't let him get a promotion. And he said, basically these white officers are blocking the promotion. And it was wild Is this cop, um, he gained, he did some pull up challenge where he was playing basketball with the kids. That's another thing. The black cop playing basketball with the kids, the video went viral, everybody was happy for him. But then when it came time to him to get a promotion in his own department, white police officers are blocking his promotion. He's the only black officer on the, on the gun violence suppression detail. No other black officers are, are part of that type of stuff. Um, so, I mean, is this just who cares as a black officer? But it's like oftentimes, even inside, we just saw the case where the the, the the chief put the KKK thing on the black officer's desk. I mean, what what more proof do we need? You you don't you don't want to talk about this fruit because you don't want to ruin your chances.
2: That was space. This, niggas love space.
0: Man.
1: Niggas you want know, you know, to comment space. on this, bro? I mean, it, it, fuck them cops, man.
3: All right, that's doesn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I allegedly, and he said that colloquially <laughs> because that is the common sense. Right. Straight from but the underground. A young nigga got he was, was back. About, the he was talking he was talking about those police, police officers.
0: He was talking about those Syracuse police officers that are holding back a good black officer from participating in, and and helping his community. And it I mean and that, and that's the unfortunate reality of what happens, even if you're a black officer, the police comes with a culture, and oftentimes that culture is anti-black. So even when I you're a, a black th- police officer, that anti-black culture of the police affects you because you're a part of
1: it. I got a friend. I don't I don't know if we would be yeah, I guess we're cool. You know, we're cool enough. I haven't spoken to him a few years. He was a police officer. Um, he actually has he's a black police officer, he has an open case in court um against his. Uh, former Department of Employment for discrimination and, you know, uh, all these all, all these other things. But he was foolish enough to believe at one point that he was different, that he was special, that he kind of made it through. And, you know, like how they do, they divide you and they bring you in and make you think that you're acceptable Negro. Oh, you got a yep. badge, the only color, the blue. Until that does no longer apply to black people. And you right. figure out you just like the rest of us, my nigga. It doesn't matter if you have a badge, whatever. But like, you know, I know on the panels earlier this week, the symposium that we've been having around juvenile justice, a topic was proposed to happen on um, black and blue. And I I, I thought that was super interesting. I thought Miracle, you handled that statement very, very well, um, because I couldn't have handled it as well as you did. But there is no, there is no thin blue line when it comes to black people within the police department. There's not. And before I say something that's going to get us canceled, I'm just going to mute my microphone. I I do want to
2: share that um, I did have a comment. I was part of a panel where we actually had a representative from the LAPD and from his mouth, I got to hear like their perspective on the communities that they serve and protect. And um, he tried to flip it. He tried to flip the script and basically paint the community like the community is dangerous, like the community is the perpetrators like they are justified in being as armed as they are and as violent as they are because of the communities that they police, without holding any accountability to how violent they appear in these police in these communities, yeah. or how um, basically like every encounter that we have with a cop could turn abrasive just like that. You know right. what I'm saying and, and, and there was and, no accountability know- for that whatsoever.
0: And it's interesting because LA, LAPD and LA Sheriffs have a history of also having police having gangs inside the police department. You know that was one of the things that kind of training day tried to touch on a little bit about, like inside the police department, were these officers that were tied up? The right? They had gangs. They were like gangs inside of the of the police station, and so like to to try to act like it's just us and there's and there's no accountability on those police officers' fault is is
1: is kind of crazy. But that's um, the thing, that you glorify <laughs> that. You get you get Oscar nominated films about derelict police units that kill yeah. people and extort money. What are we laugh? Yeah. at.
0: Yeah. Uh, Miracles uh, updated her name. You know what I'm saying? Google LAPD gangs. Exactly. So I don't know. Um, did you want to comment on this before we get to our
3: next story, Miracle? I did. Uh, Again. Okay. This idea that assimilation is going to save you, it will not. That assimilation is going to protect you from white supremacy, it will not. And this idea that like he did all of this stuff, all this uh propaganda, as we call it, to help his brothers in arms have a, a better day at the time when police morale is apparently at an all time low, and these officers have banded together to make sure he didn't get a promotion. It's like laughable and it's hilarious, but it's also the end of the day. I feel as like black people, no matter what role you are serving in you have a burden and a clarion call and responsibility not to do harm and this idea that we keep having all these black officers look at the black community as something that is it it needs to be clamped down on and instead of something that needs to be loved supported and invested is very like hurtful and harmful Mm -hmm. and i think at the end of the day um I Sure, like, sir, I hope you get your promotion, but I also hope you understand, as the story of OJ goes, you're always going to be Black. And no matter what, it is your duty to make sure other Black people are not harmed by your presence. So that's what I'm
0: going to say about that. Yeah. So uh, we have one more story that I wanted to get to, and this kind of went viral this week. Um, Do we want to talk about the most perfect behind in human creation.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Apparently, a story broke, and this woman, according to this, and this is, this is some white supremacy. I mean, when we say this is some white supremacy for your ass, like, this is, like, literally, literally. some
1: white
0: <laughs> If you want to pull that up, John, um, this was according to, I don't know, somebody white, that this was the woman that has the most perfect behind Go ahead, John. Let's 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 run this. <laughs> you already said, "Yeah,
1: America." <laughs> Gene, move over, Jennifer Lopez. The most perfect. Is that what I said, yes. <laughs> yes. I feel very flattered. No, it didn't. What? That That's the most back. perfect
0: behind in America. Where?
1: <laughs> Gene designers say <laughs> Natasha Wagner's bottom is not too big, not too small. It's just perfect. Natasha's curves are in all the right places. The 34-year-old from Los Angeles is a size 6, has a 28-inch waist, and stands 5 feet 8 inches tall. Gene-makers like Jennifer DeClark of the 7 for All Mankind brand... Do
0: they know about BBLs? I'm guessing they don't. They don't know about that. <laughs> i <I'm
1: guessing. laughs> ...creating the perfect
3: fit. She has mile-long legs. Wait, you're She's muted, thin, Miracle. But curvy at the same time. I said maybe this is a her new hip trend. Hip All hip the BBLs are gonna go away, people are gonna.
1: Natasha says, take so, it I mean, down. What, what, what do y'all think? In shape. My job is to go in. The and fact that he said not too big. Jeans <laughs> the same
3: what? Size. <laughs> <This> <laughs> what threw me? He was like not ethnic. Not too
1: big. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Ethnic. I just I just learned something today. I just learned that you can keep mayonnaise and blue jeans.
2: <laughs> well, be. I
3: mean, the uh, you know? Yeah, don't be
0: disrespectful. I mean, the lady didn't. They didn't. You know, she didn't choose that name. They chose it for her.
1: But obviously, she <laughs> an interview. She could have declined to be paraded yeah. around that. You know I mean? Yeah.
0: Like you could, you could stay your ass on earth, nigga. Like, you know,
1: I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, maybe, maybe, with maybe, your people. Maybe, the Martians, maybe the Martians got them fat asses. I don't know. <laughs> so. they might be, the, the Martians might be packing, bro. But I, but, I mean,
0: isn't, isn't this though? Like the type of stuff miracle that leads particularly like, you know, uh, like you said, black and brown women that have like, is, you know, self issues, body issues. If, the, if this is kind of the thing that like, you know, um, um, you know, mainstream media is saying, oh, this is the perfect shape. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's clearly a shape that, you know, many black and black women specifically are not born with.
3: I mean, yes. I mean, there is like this um, underlying Eurocentric beauty of standard that is always like pushed and marketed um, out. And I do think we are starting to see uh, more media push uh, different shapes of what women look like. Right. But the fact that they were just like the most perfect but in America. Move over, J-Lo. Move over, brown skin woman. <laughs> it's he makes... It's
1: like... the nigga, yo, the nigga that said that shit in the interview, he pulls his dick through the boxes to have sex. Oh my God. <laughs> uh... <laughs>
4: you
3: know what? We're gonna go we're gonna go on like a funding meeting and they're just what they're gonna this episode that they're gonna play and then we're just gonna be like staring at each other like I mean you know but but
0: like you said like that's somebody who you know he was given something to read, he read it, he might not even feel that he might have a sister at home. We don't we don't know. Um but yeah that that was a wild so why don't we why don't we get on miracle with that? Can we get on to our Why why what have I why have I do with it nothing? I'm just saying white pages, you have the book. I can talk oh, about it. With... Yes. Okay.
3: Yes. So we're we doing our call to action and we're doing the white pages first.
0: Um let's do white pages because it leads into our call to action.
3: Okay, so we know that in order to fight white supremacy, we have to read, we have to learn, we have to grow, we have to decolonize our minds and unlearn learn and unlearn the, the past. And one thing we want to do is become better, but not bitter. You know, you want to live on the purpose in the pursuit of racial justice. You want to understand the mistakes of the past and Yusuf Salaam, oh, but I, always, I always say that wrong, uh, part of the Exonerated Five. He has a new book out, just talking about the ability to learn from the mistakes, become better, you know, make apologies and, and grow. And so this is a great book for people to read and yeah. if you want to hear more from Yusuf directly um yeah. my waffle colored twin where where can they hear
1: it it's funny that you should mention his book that I cannot read because I don't know how however I will be moderate <laughs> I will be moderating a panel with the brother tomorrow at 2 p.m. on... Oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> that was hey, John, large up to the production team, man. That was real time. Um, we will be having a culminating event for this week in uh, Juvenile Justice, where Pennsylvania needs to know about Juvenile Justice. It'll be myself, Brother LeVron, uh, LeVon Wesley, Brother Eric Yule, and, of course, the keynote speaker, the guest of honor, friend of ours, friend of organization, uh, Dr. Yusuf Salam, talking about Adjudication Our Struggles with the Justice System on um, Mass Incarceration as Youth. And um, it's going to be super dope, man. So, everybody tune in tomorrow at 2 p.m. Um, Yusuf's going to talk about the book. There's going to be a whole lot of things happening. Um, and then afterwards, I'm going to space.
0: And, and so that's our call to action number one.
3: What? And if forget. you are like Farouk and you can't read, there's also pictures. I in love the pictures. Book. That's why so I like you, Instagram. You, you can also you know it's it, it it's it's very cool so you can do that as well also you know this whole entire month of july we've been talking about safety right you know safety community what we can, what we can do about justice and this saturday Um, Our C4 organization, One Power, has teamed up with a couple of people, um, including Senator Sharif Street from Philadelphia, our very own representative, Summer Lee, to have a conversation um, this weekend about how we can combat gun violence and mass incarceration. Um, I will be your moderator. It's going to be this Saturday from 12 to 2. If you come in person, we would ask you to wear your mask. Um, just because you know Delta is here and she's not yeah. going anywhere. Um, if not, you want to stay home, watch it you on your phone while you're out and about. It'll be live streamed on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Delta Burke um, is coming on Saturday? Know, no. But, we I mean, forgot to call her, but you know, next but time. They,
0: yeah, but For they did time. say that in the last 48 hours, 125 new cases of, of, of COVID-19 was reported to the health department here. And so definitely be careful. Bring your mask back out. You know what I'm saying? Protect yourself. You do not want to get COVID or the new COVID. And so, yeah, mask, you know, yeah, there you go. Put your mask on, you know what I'm saying? like, And if you need a mask, we got boxes of them. Boxes and boxes and boxes of masks.
3: <laughs> I don't know if you can see whatever this is. There is a pop-up clinic this Friday. No, you don't. I can't read that. <laughs> um, I'm not talking to you. There is a pop-up clinic this Friday. <laughs> Uh, And the Hill Shop and Save—it's all these. No, it's free. You can go. Casa San Jose has a pop-up clinic on Tuesday, um, where they can also provide um, translations. So uh, for spanish-speaking individuals so please if you know people bring them out they can ask questions you know on thursdays we have ask a black doctor so if you know people who are scared of the vaccine want to ask questions about the vaccine they want to talk to medical providers there are resources out there um, because the delta variant is more contagious Um, even children are getting sicker and all across my mom's a nurse in georgia all across the country these numbers are skyrocketing people who are vaccinated are also getting it as well but they're being able to fight it and and be sick for a lesser time the majority of people who are dying and in the hospital for over a week are the unvaccinated so please 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 make sure you're you're, you're getting it and making sure you're washing your hands and wearing your face masks
0: absolutely and then last but not least also you know we launched onehoodpower.org today So if you want to, you know, go to onehoodpower.org, you can check out, you know, our C4 and and read about the great work we're doing, volunteer to help. We got a lot of stuff uh, coming up. You know, we still have an election coming up uh, in November. So we're definitely going to be active about getting people active and getting you as much information you need to know about that election. Um, Anything else?
2: Yes. So mm-hmm. Treble has a show tomorrow at 7 PM downtown do at the Allegheny Overlook. Ah, blah, blah, you know what I'm saying? Blah. It is free to the public, but make sure you mask up. We want to have a fun, safe time. You know what I'm saying? Come out. They're gonna be they're, there's gonna be alcohol, there's gonna be good vibes. I'm gonna have some exclusive reject merch on deck. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be performing the entire hen album, plus a couple unreleased joints, so you don't want to miss it.
0: Mm, man, so I would just, I would just like
1: to no I would just like to thank everybody that tuned in last week to make Hotline Ring a success. To, uh, together, we uh, received over two hundred ten thousand dollars worth of donations from the community. Um, it was a fantastic experience, super dope. So thank you everybody that tuned in, that donated, that shared, that retweeted everything. Yo, know, it was it was it was a movie. It was su- it was super dope.
0: Appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, I think that's it, man. So we will see y'all um, tomorrow for Youssef Salaam. Um, on Tilt is also tomorrow, 12 o'clock. Um, shout out to, to On Tilt. Um, and yeah, Youssef Salaam tomorrow too. And Thursday, hanging out with Trouble. Later on that night, Saturday, we hanging out with Miracle um, and doing some stuff around gun violence. And so hope to see y'all in the streets. Peace, y'all. One of Peace. Whitest house, slave souls, haunt the halls when the light is out. They suck the blood of the poor and they'll wipe their mouth. The last gas of a world that is dying out. Welcome to the whitest House, where every room is a tomb that they lie about. Where you can put your filthy feet on the finest couch. And for the right amount, you can even buy it out.